We here at Ragnarok would like to thank our patrons like Stephen Vest, Savari, Michael Hopkins, Michael Davis, Kelly K. Gilman, Yodlet, Brownie Davis, Chad Swenson, William Wilson, Carl Black, Steve Areza, I have no more names, Michael Drescher, James Burns, Dad Gunner. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Hi, Craig. Craig. Good morning. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Ragnarok actual play. Uh, we are continuing our Quarren campaign, our Quarren pain. Because Quarren pain <laughs> is not a portmanteau. It's just stupid. Uh, not that <laughs> Quarren pain is a very good portmanteau. Anyway, uh, this is our adventurers campaign. This is Sweethorn's big adventure. I believe this is episode four. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm so, on my uh, fourth right. pencil. I lost the other three. <laughs> I've that's lost one James. pencil per game. <laughs> that's how James keeps track. Uh, <laughs> going through pencils. I mean, personally, I've lost all track of time, so. <laughs> it's still I've 1987, right? <laughs> I lost all my pencils in time. They're floating mm-hmm. through uh, a weird dimension. They'll appear. Are there cats everywhere? Eventually. There might be. I don't know. Anyway, so. Uh, you are all heading towards the center of the Eversummer Forest to visit Tola Aksara, uh, the great the great tree at the center of the forest. Last week, uh, you... Well, why don't you guys tell me what happened last week? I don't remember everything. Uh, okay. Eric got stuck in a lake. Uh, yeah. there, there was a lake of two things. Yep. Um, we also we also met the ghost of an elf who had fallen out of a very tall tree and needed That's us yep. needed us to recover all of her uh, personal possessions from the top of the tree so that she could pass on into the next life. Right, right. We also uh, ran into dwarves. I was about to say dwarves. Yep. I got very drunk with them, and they said that we could come visit them at the Winter Hills, and I should drink with them. Uh, one of them is my best friend, because he had the sharpest pickaxe, because of my terrible rolls. <laughs> it was Hoger, Hoger, Koger, Joger, and Walsh? Boger. Yes. Hoger, Boger. Boger, Hoger, Joger, and Walsh. Uh, yeah, then uh, Aya got stuck in the lake of two things for a bit, but you managed to get her out. Um, she didn't mind you are... Right. But, I mean, you still got still got stuck. Yeah. Uh, some other stuff happened. Oh, right, you went to the fairy pond and got attacked by a bunch of fairies. Yeah. Right, right, right. Through, through no fault of any of ours. Yeah. Right. Tragic. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, they were just assholes. It was it was unprovoked. Uh huh. It definitely wasn't because one of you ate one of them. Nope. <laughs> he didn't eat him. He chewed on him and spit him back out. That's that's true. Yeah. Uh, okay, so why don't we introduce your characters and we'll go up the list this time. So Ryan, Ooh. you're first. All right. Hey everybody, I am Ryan, and today I'm going to be playing Mrs. Pockets. 
Mrs. Pockets is a and was an ordinary house triangle. Uh, she used to belong to a wizard. He had some magical accident befall him uh, that sent him somewhere uh, and transformed her into a uh, half human, half triangle. Uh, triangle person, I guess you would call her. Uh, she can either walk upright or uh, on all fours, and she is a sneak thief. For our listeners at home, a triangle is what we call cats. I don't know why you would need to explain that. That's a weird mistake yeah. to make. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Just it, it's a common I mistake. So just for I don't listeners. even know what that sentence meant. Triangles are what <laughs> we call cats. Yep. Uh, all right, James. Uh, Hi, I'm James. I'm playing Bentwood Leafwind. He is a half elf, half ent uh, person that likes to uh, drink with random um, creatures and party all the time and sometimes shoot things with his bow. Um, he's a cool guy and uh, he looks like he, he, he commonly gets mistaken as a statue. And he likes to annoy trees by calling them fern. Uh, they're all named Fern. <laughs> they just don't know that. One of them by doing that. And Iraq. I'm Eric, and I will be playing Aya. She is a water nymph. She's very, very f- focused on water. She, she loves being around water. She could manipulate it with magic. Uh, and she's cool. She likes to swim. I don't know what else and to tell you. She's great. Resist. I think you just told me to go, Alex. Uh, you kind of talking at the same time as Eric. But if Eric isn't done, I don't care. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing uh, Cinnamon, the Lethargic Messiah. He is a sloth man shaman. Um, oh, uh, and I decided something about him this last week that I'm going to say he's been doing the whole time, but I didn't think of it till now. So anyway, whenever uh, Cinnamon is trying to speak to someone and he can't hang from a tree, he turns his back to them and then bends over backwards and let like rests on his legs, uh, arms, and slips his head back as far as he can so his head's still upside down as if he were hanging from a tree. Whatever makes him comfortable. Yeah, that that does in fact make him comfortable. (laughs) It makes whoever Uh, he's talking to uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah, and he does he does it uh, of course very slowly. So he'll start to just kind of turn his back on the person, and then he'll just start to bend over backwards. (laughs) I'm I'm sure it's horrific, really. Yeah. All right, and among your party also is the bard in training named Sweethorn. Uh, he is the person you have been paid to escort through the Eversummer Wood. It was supposed to be a nice, easy jaunt, and then you learned that something is wrong in the forest, uh, and the times they are changing. So uh, you, you've heard that if you head to the to the great tree in the center, that might show you what's wrong with the forest. Uh, so that's where you're heading. So I believe we left off on the shores of the Lake of Two Things. Uh, it is still uh, it's still daytime. It's still afternoon ish, so you can keep wa- you can keep on keep on keeping on for a little bit longer before you need to worry about camping down for the night. Uh, so you you guys head out from the lake. 
Sweethorn managed to save his apple corer by cleverly throwing an apple into the lake instead <laughs> of his jewel-encrusted apple corer. I hope he uses well, it for something else him, later. First he threw himself in. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He threw himself <laughs> in. Uh, so you guys are walking down the path, and about an hour out of the the pond, you're back into the forest, uh, and you hear uh, a buzzing coming from a little ways down the path, uh, and then you hear a voice from the bushes go, Psst, "Hey, Psst, over here!" Oh, I think that bush is talking to us. Mm. I'm not a bush. I'm in the bush. It's a shrub. Uh, oh, we missed a real opportunity for I'm not a bush, I'm a fern. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you all stay back. I'll go check it out. All right, Mrs. Pockets you... is going to slink forward and uh, see who is in the bush. All right, Mrs. Pockets walks forward, and you part the bush a bit uh, and crouched inside the bush uh, with all sticks and leaves, uh, Sticking out of its fur, uh, you see a a bear man, uh, like how you have a sloth man and a and a cat woman. Uh, it's an anthropomorphic bear. I think that oh. someone is trying to get our attention. <laughs> hey, are there uh, still a whole bunch of of angry bees on the path ahead? I will check the path ahead for angry bees. All right, you, you, you're kind of in a curve, so you have to walk down a little bit. Uh, you walk like 30 feet in front of you, and you come around a bend, uh, and you see a swarm of giant bees uh, buzzing favorite. the path. Yeah. They're like, uh, they're, they're big, so they're probably like baseball-sized. Oh. And they are, just, there's just an angry swarm of them. <laughs> buzzing all over the path. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna like uh, I stop and turn on my heel and walk away whistling. <laughs> they, don't, they don't seem to be concerned with you. Uh, and then I, I pick they're, up they're the They're like bay. taking up the entire path. And, and I, I dive right into the bush with the bear person and I say, yep, yep, they're there. They're there. Uh, <laughs> are they, are they by now. Are, are they looking for you in particular? Um, well... Uh, you go after yeah, there, honey. What? Look, that that's racist. I think it's coming from that bush over there. <laughs> Alright, I, I, stick, I stick my head out, and I, I uh, motion to all of the rest of them. Everyone, meeting in the bush, meeting in the bush. Come on, right now. <laughs> So what do the rest of you do? It's not a particularly large bush. I go to meet in the bush, or as close to the bush as I can. I stand very close next to the bush and pose like part of the tree. I imagine I was hanging on Benchwood's back, and I shall continue to do that. All right, so maybe uh, I'll try I, to eat one of the leaves from the bush. <laughs> I and Sweethorn uh, cram themselves into the bush along with Mrs. Pockets and this bear person. All right, what's going on? All right, um, so this this gentleman here uh, has pointed out that there is an, a swarm of enormous angry bees up blocking the path ahead. What are bees? 
I think Look. there's a bear hiding in that bush. <laughs> um, I I kind of I kind of uh, look at uh, I uh, scans and uh, you never you've never heard of bees before. Uh, I've heard of sea bees. Sea bees. What the <laughs> hell are sea bees? Are they? <laughs> are they like Bee Gees? They they kind of swim around real fast and they vibrate and um they they could like shoot little pointy things at you. They're they're, they're not fun. All right, well th- these bees are just like that, except uh, on land, I guess. They're they okay, so really, they're, they're helpless. They can't. Well, they can't really. <laughs> no, they they fly. They swim oh. through the air. Oh. That's terrible. And they, they don't really shoot pointy things at you, but all they can they they do have uh stingers that they can stab you with. And those are nowhere oh. near anywhere fun. I, I don't like the sound of these. No, no you don't. They're pretty terrible. And these are the size of baseballs. Regular bees are usually much smaller than that. Wait. Wait, they're they're huge? They're big. They're, they're very they're very large bees. Oh god! Bees. So are we going and killing them or something? What, what's what's the plan? Uh, the the bear speaks up. Well, um, they they may be a little upset because there may have been an incident involving their hive. But I can't say for certain. I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna check him out. Is he is he like covered in giant bee stings? Uh, it's hard to tell under all under his fur, uh, but there might be a few. What about honey? He does not seem to have any honey on him. Hmm. They must not be honeybees. Tell me, Mrs. Pockets, what kind of giant bees did they look like? Did they look like worker bees, honey bees? Killer wasps. Uh, I mean, they they all seemed pretty angry. Oh, I've seen the CB before. They're just like regular bees, but <laughs> underwater. <laughs> <laughs> all right, at least he knows what I'm talking about. Well, well, look. You said there was an incident. What? What was the incident? Um, it may have involved someone who shall remain nameless trying to potentially uh, steal honey from their hive. Trying to, but not succeeding. I'm assuming. Uh, no, definitely not succeeding. Okay, so we can't barter with them to give them the honey back because they was known for safe passage. Uh, but if you could talk to them, maybe they want something else. Can they talk, or are they just in a angry rage right now and not capable of talking? Uh, they they can talk. They they were screaming quite a few nasty words before. So I've heard. All right. Well, uh, I guess uh, anyone want to come with me to go talk to some angry bees? 
I think that the bear might have angered the bee. <laughs> Improbable. <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself, Mr. Bear? I, I, I don't... What? <laughs> <laughs> What's your name, sir? Uh, Miguel. Well, Miguel, um, we need to make, you know, our way down this path, and you've made it impossible. Um, and I, I gotta say, man, like this is totally uncool. Just, just so you know that we have to fix your issue, and you're lying to us straight to our face. All right, look, it. Uh, this is gonna be a shock to you, but it was me. I was I'm, hive. I'm a, a gap. Oh, you don't oh say. I just, I saw they, they had this giant hive, and I, I figured there must be so much honey, and I, I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I am shocked. I am shocked, and, oh, wow, so surprised. No. Well, I used to adventure with a fella that was half cobra and half bee. I seem to remember that when he got agitated, which was in fact quite often, we would light something on fire and the smoke would calm him down. So perhaps the answer here is a forest fire. <laughs> I mean, we. I think we should probably try the diplomatic route first. You remember how uh, uh, Bentwood had those nightmares that last time we set that forest fire? Yeah, it still, still comes to me every now and then. I, I get some good nights of sleep. But... Uh, I'm going to go talk to these bees because um, I, I don't want to discuss fire anymore. All right. So, Bentwood, you, you head out to talk to the bees. Um, the still hanging on his back. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Okay. okay. Uh, so, Bentwood, <laughs> you, you, you head like the 30 feet and you, you round the bend in the path. You, you come around a big tree. And you see just this this cloud of giant bees angrily buzzing all over. There, there must be hundreds of them. Okay, there's no reason to be scared. Um, we can do this. You can do this. There's no reason to be afraid of a thousand bees. Wow, that sure is a terrifying number of bees. <laughs> Yep, exactly what I need to hear. <laughs> All right, so Bentwood, you walk closer, uh, and you hear you hear a, vo- a tiny little voice go, hey! uh, and the bees look at you, uh, and one of them flies out from the middle of the swarm, looks bigger than the rest of them, uh, and just sort of hovers in the air in front of you. This one uh, is like size, uh, if the other ones are baseball size, this one's like a soccer ball. Wow. Um, how do you do? 
Have you seen a thieving bear around here? Oh, a thieving bear? Oh, what? Uh, where, where do you steal? A thieving racist bear. Oh, oh wow. Racist, even. Oh, well, um... The damn. bear stole a different bear? No, there was a racist bear that tried to steal our honey, steal food right out of the mouths of our children. He kept saying we were honeybees, but we're bumblebees! And you hear the whole swarm of them go, Bumble! <laughs> wow, wow, uh, yeah, you know what? We actually did run into him, and he didn't mention any of that, that racist jerk. Yeah, he's hiding in that bush over there. Um, if you just want to leave the cat and the water nymph alone and and the bard, uh, and, and the bard um, that'd be great. We only want the bear. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he's over there. He's, he's a jerk. Mm, if you lead us to him, we can reward you. I do like rewards. All right, I guess I'll show you where he is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you see, uh, here the, We're the, helping. <laughs> My brethren, with me! And they all just... Uh, so the rest of you are sitting in the bush. Um, and you, you watch as Bet, Bentwood uh, goes around the corner. Uh, and like two minutes later, he comes walking back, trailed by a cloud of enormous bees. You see where that cat tail is sticking out of that bush? Inside that bush. Tell your friends to get out. <laughs> and Mrs. Pockets... Uh, I, uh, Mrs. Pockets uh, sticks her head out of the bush. I don't think the bush is a safe place to be right now. Oh! And then Mrs. I uh, sees what's going on and gets the hell out. Yeah. Uh, Sweet one goes, why? What's going on? <laughs> Mrs. Pockets reaches back into the bush and grabs Sweethorn <laughs> and pulls him, drags him bodily away from the bush. You, you drag Sweethorn out, and then Miguel the bear sticks his head up and goes, why? What's going on? And, the bee, and then from behind, uh, Bentwood, the, lead, the bees go, attack! Uh, and this swarm just descends on the bush. Uh, and the buzzing drowns out Miguel's screams. Uh, it goes on only for about a minute. It's just a swarm, a flurry of activity. You can't see the bush. It's just bees. Uh, and eventually, uh, after about a minute, they fly off. Uh, and just the big one remains. The bush has been stripped of leaves. Uh, and Miguel is very dead. Wow, bear uh, is hiding in a bush back that <laughs> way. <laughs> Jeez, they killed him just for for stealing. And well, I guess oh being no, racist. no, yeah, he 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 did He not only thought oh, that there was person. honey, yeah, but uh, he also thought there were honeybees. They're actually bumblebees. He was a racist jerk. Bumblebees. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, jumping to murder. I mean, I, I don't approve of racism, but jumping to murder? I, I mean, I'm sure it was... Traditional bumblebee punishment. One sting from each offended party. It's not our fault he couldn't take it. 
All right. Well, I mean, like, I guess we, we all do have different traditions, so I shouldn't disrespect yours, I guess. So the bee flies that- right up to your face. He tried to steal our children's food. What would you do to someone like that? Um, the bees that stung him die? Like real uh, bumblebees? You don't see any dead bees. Okay. They don't usually die instantly. I think they die within the hour, don't they? They, like, rip their abdomens off to get that out. They just, like, I mean, I guess they live for a little bit, but they basically rip themselves in half. Now they're half bees. Yeah. They're lowercase. They're magical softball-sized bees, so... I'm just just curious. Maybe It seems like they're fine, so I was just wondering if there was a pile of dead bees or not. All right. Well, I mean, if in your uh, in your culture this is the appropriate punishment, then again, who am I to say? Who am I to say otherwise? We have a lot of crazy things we do back in my home. Mrs. Pockets has his paw has has her paw over uh, Sweethorn's eyes. Okay, <laughs> apparently, according to BuzzAboutBees.net, a bumblebee stinger is smooth, so when it sticks you, it doesn't get stuck in you, so they can pull it out and you won't die. No, they won't die. Mm-hmm. Which ones are the ones that get stuck? Honeybees? Am I being the racist? <laughs> uh, honeybees have a barbed stinger. <laughs> I did it too. <laughs> oh, thankfully you did it as a person, not in character. Yeah, that was over yeah. to me. Don't honey. <laughs> 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 Well, Mr. Mr. Bumblebee, um, we showed you where the bear is. Is the path safe for us to cross now? Of course. We have no qualm with you. But I promised you a reward. Oh, oh yeah, cool. great. A reward. Rewards are great. That This guy said he would give us a reward. Nice. Here, I will give you a precious gift. Uh, and the bee... As it flies up, and as you watch, you can see, uh, like halfway up the one of these giant trees, there's a branch sticking out, uh, and there's just this gigantic beehive hanging from the branch with all the bees, like you know, flying around it. Uh, and a, a minute later, the the big bee comes back, carrying something in its in its legs. Uh, hold out your hand. Each oh God, he's. Are- no, just just okay. for just for James. Right. I, I hold out my hand. All right, it deposits this little ball of goo in your palm. Oh, thank you so very much. Delicious royal jelly. Oh wow. Um, you know, I have this drawer that I was going to keep those fairies in. I'm going to put it in that for right now. <laughs> if you ever need help from bee kind. Just smash that jar open, and a swarm of bees will arrive to assist you. That is awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, have, I have mixed feelings about that. <laughs> <laughs> Fairly well, my friend. May your journey be peaceful! It flies up into the, the hive. That was a nice neat. guy. <laughs> oh my I do believe that that is royal jelly 
What an honor. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. B. <laughs> okay. So Wow. Uh, Royal honey. You killed a bear, but uh oh, we, I mean, didn't, we didn't kill the bear. Oh, <laughs> we I mean, assisted in his death. Yeah. We just we just sold him out. For your accessories. Yay. Hey, listen, uh, I didn't know they were going to kill him. I mean, I did, but I didn't know they were. <laughs> did you see the size of them? Did you not hear the word that I said swarm? <laughs> yeah, but you know. There's a lot of them. What were we going to do against them? Squirt them with a water gun? Anyone have a water gun? <sighs> I, have to say, I have to say, I'm not really a fan of these land CBs. <laughs> I believe they call these air bees. Air bees, see? <laughs> well, at least we air haven't bees. run into the fire bees yet. <laughs> if only there were only two of the bees, because then they could be air B and B. All right, so that scene's over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, James, you can get a point of heroism. Yay! Oh, uh, well, actually, I mean, the, what you did was kind of the opposite of heroism. But I'll give it to you. Anyway. Uh, hey, listen, it was heroic. I saved I our mean, party from getting stung by selling out somebody else. Overcome a difficult obstacle. I did <laughs> by getting a guy murdered. But apparently, he was <laughs> racist against bees. He was racist. All right, he deserved it. Poor Miguel. All right. So as you guys uh, continue on your way, uh, kind of quickly running under where the hive is just in case uh, it's starting to get darker and you start to hear thunder rumbling in the distance uh, and it sounds like a big storm is coming uh, so you know you need to kind of find somewhere to bunker down because big storms in the ever summer wood are kind of weird because the tree canopy is so thick that the rain itself doesn't land on the ground but it pools in all the leaves and then it's just like rivers of water raining from the canopy down when there's an especially heavy rain. Uh, it's not pleasant to be underneath those leaves when the rain comes. Alright, um, I'm going to use the royal jelly and have a swarm of bees come and form a hut around us. <laughs> <laughs> or do you think we should just use that cave over there? <laughs> I know. Uh, much as I would love to cuddle with several hundred bees all night, <laughs> why don't we? Why don't we go with the cave? There, there is no cave. James oh. just made that. <laughs> I did. All right. In that case, uh, can I can I scout around for a place <coughs> where we can? Uh, okay. I have uh, I have survival. Does that help? That all that would count. Uh, okay. I that gives you advantage. Uh, advantage, yeah. Uh, and if uh, the rest of you want to make mind checks, uh, James, you can use your perception bonus. Yay! So I got an 11. Oh, Alright. I got 8. I got a 4. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a critical failure, actually. Rolled snake eyes. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Why I rolled a ten. We stay right here. Uh, <laughs> oh so no, there are bees up ahead. <laughs> um. All right, it's just a perception check. Uh, so, Mr. I, I would imagine Cinnamon just sleeps through it. Yeah, that's fine. And Cinnamon is distracted by the branch that the hive is on because he really wants to climb that branch. You're not. You're not by the beehive anymore. Oh, okay. Moved on. Yeah, he's thinking yeah, about the perfect it. time for Cinnamon to get distracted by something. <laughs> Uh, so, Mr. Pockets, you're you're looking around, uh, and you can hear the rain is starting to hit the leaves above you now, uh, and the thunder. It's like really close, and then really big thunder that makes everything shake. And uh, you're you're looking around for a place to take shelter. Do you see from behind a tree, like from behind one of the giant trees, um, tilted? roof, uh, and like the front of a house, no window peeking out. And then when you look at it, looks surprised and ducks back behind the tree. I think I think I just saw a house, but it got spooked and ran away? What ran away? The house. The house. Yeah. Uh, I, I... I mean, um, we hang out with a half half person, half cat, half person, half tree, half person, half sloth. Um, uh, maybe it's a half person, half house. <laughs> my, my father was a man, and my mother was a house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe he's, maybe it's cursed, or maybe it was a wizard's house. I, I, I'm gonna go see if I can spot it. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, climb up into the tree branches and and um, try to sneak up on the house. All right, make a, make a, <laughs> a great sentence. for stealth. Okay. Mm. Oh, good. Uh, so that is... Three? Uh, no, four. Because oh, uh, okay. I have advantage. What do you need to succeed? A seven? seven. Alright, I'm gonna... I'm gonna re- yeah, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Can't roll much worse. Uh, then I got an eight. Okay. Uh, so you climb up, you, you claw your way up into the trees a few feet up, uh, and then move around, and you look down, and you see a house. And it moves a little bit, it doesn't seem to notice you. Can houses notice you? Uh, but there seems to be a, a moving house beneath you. It's not huge, it looks like a one-story house. But as you're climbing, uh, water is starting to run down the trunk of the tree, too, so you're getting wet. Uh, the rest of you feel, are, are gasp as one of those giant rivulets of water just plummets out of the sky and lands on you. It's like someone bending a bucket of water on your head. 
Like the ice bucket challenge, or like getting Ooh. slimed at like the the Nickelodeon awards. Um, what? What's I guess the, like getting slimed. <laughs> All right. Are you saying, Ryan? Um, what what does the house look like? Is it like thatched roof or? Uh... Uh, it looks more. It looks kind of like a log cabin. Okay. Uh, it's like logs on the outside. There's a wood shingle roof. You see a chimney in the back. Um. Your your perspective on it isn't can't get a great look at it because you're above it, but it I mean it looks like a house. Um. Hmm. I in that in that case, uh, I'm I'm going to uh, motion to my friends, you know, to come come around, and I'll I'll uh, I'll do like a big encircling motion with my with my arm, so. Basically, I'm directing you guys, you know, to like fan out, and we'll surround the house. Okay. Okay. So then the we'll strategically right. go around and surround the house. All right. So it's going to be agility checks for stealth for the rest of you, and for Sweethorn. Um, do I need to make an agility check if I'm just sleeping oh, wow. on uh, on? Oh. Uh, Bentwood's oh, back. Disadvantage. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I got a five. Not, not a high number. <laughs> uh, I got a four. You got a five. I got a five. Two plus one plus oh. two. Five. Oh yeah. Yep. You're right. Um, all right, so Sweethorn is actually the, the quiet one. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, as the, the rest of you go traipsing through the woods, uh, you, you, uh, Aya, you are kind of distracted by the rain because it's nice to have water. It sure uh, is. And one of those, one of those big gulps of water falls on you and you stop to just sort of take it in. And as you do that, uh, Bentwood just sort of runs into you from behind because he thought you were going to keep going, uh, and both mm-hmm. of you just uh, fall on top of each other with cinnamon too, uh, and roll yeah. forward uh, around this tree uh, and come to a stop. And there's a house looking down at you. <laughs> Do you have running water? Uh, it, the house sort of tilts. You can see it's uh, it's a house. It's got Two big like chicken legs underneath it, uh, and it, the front of the house looks like a face. It's got two two windows in the front, uh, and it has blinds behind the windows that move up and down to sort of help it have expression, like Wally. <laughs> uh, and it like squints its eyes and looks at you, and like the whole house turns as it tries to like angle its head. Hello, oh. hi. Uh, <laughs> the house. The house jumps. And then uh, skitters back behind the tree, and then tilts out and looks at you again. Uh, well, be not afraid. We're we're not here to harm you or hurt you. Um, we're actually looking for your help. It it takes a few steps out from behind the tree. Yeah, um, you, you trust me. We're not we're not in any way. Um, going to hurt you, um, at least I hope not. You're not a racist bear, are you? 
<laughs> oh man, he's bugging you too. Well, don't worry about him anymore. Yeah. Well, the house doesn't say that. The bees got him. That was me out of character. I'm sorry. Oh no, that should have been. It just, it just or, looks. Good. We're, we're looking to take shelter from the rain. Is there any way you can help with that? Uh, it it kind of stares at you for a second and then nods, which means the whole house just sort of rocks back and <laughs> forth on its legs. Look uh, out. Aya is stopping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sweethorn was going the other way around the tree and no one told him the plan. Uh, so he uh-huh. just leaps out from behind the tree and goes, Aha! Uh, and the house, the house jumps again, uh, and then and runs past you guys around the tree to hide. It's a chicken house. Good, good initiative, sweetheart. But yeah, you don't get to go around and sneak up on it. That's that's what Cat Lady said. <laughs> yeah, but she didn't say to jump out and scare it. Uh, well, I, I thought maybe it was going to attack you. I was trying to help. Um, Mrs. Mrs. Pockets goes around the other side of the tree and and looks down looks down at the house uh, and and just like jumps jumps down um, you know from from branch to branch to the ground and she goes it's okay there big fellow we're not gonna hurt you but like like my friend said we we just need a place we just need a place to take shelter from the rain you know we love houses I'm a house cat. <laughs> make, a, make a mind check. You have the charisma skill. I do. Uh, you get advantage. Um. So I get an eleven again. Okay. Uh. So you you hold out your hands, uh, and the the house the, the house stops, uh, and it it does that thing where it walks a little closer, and then like nuzzles its face against your hand but really just like rubs its door against you <laughs> yeah, let's see that, that's a that's a good that's a good housey it's a good housey i i reach up i reach up uh under its porch i guess and give it a little <laughs> scratch it it definitely seems to like that Think. Uh, so the, the, there's another big clap of thunder. Uh, and the house, the house uh, crouches down, and then the door opens, and these little like three f- stairs kind of fall out because uh, it doesn't sit like flush on the ground. Uh, but it's waiting for you guys to go inside. It seems. Yeah, uh, Mrs. Pockets bounds inside. Um... If if there's a if there's a fireplace or anything like that, she is asleep next to the hearth, uh, or curled up by the hearth. Uh, by the time the rest of them get in there, well, as, as you run in, it's dark inside. But as you run in, uh, there is a hearth in the back that just bursts 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 of light, uh, and just lights up the whole room. Uh, and so you you curl up. There's a little rug right in front of it. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? Um, I'm little trepidatious about this. She seems kind of like quicked out a little bit about going heading inside this living being, but 
she deals with it because she doesn't want to be crushed by falling leaves. There's that too. Is that a house? Sweet Horn says, you want us to go inside the house thing? Oh, yeah. What else? Are you going to stay out here in the rain? If we had brought my tent, this wouldn't be a problem, but very well. Uh, Sweet Horn goes inside. Does the house have a bathroom? Uh, it does. Well, it has a has a privy. It doesn't have like running water bathroom. Oh, <laughs> it's it's a little hard to hook it up to plumbing. Yeah, but this is for fancy worlds. <laughs> well, doesn't doesn't have a running water. Aya goes into the bathroom and then comes out looking disappointed. All right, so once you're all inside, the, the stairs roll up uh, and the door closes. Uh, and the, the inside of the house is decorated very simply. There's nothing on the walls. Um, the floor is also wood. There's a few rugs strewn about. Uh, there's a table with some chairs. There's enough room for all of you. There are four rooms coming off the main room. Uh, the main room also seems to, uh, also includes a little bit of a kitchen and a dining area and then like the sitting area in front of the fire. Uh, on the left side of the room, there's two bedrooms that have two beds in them each. And on the right side of the room, uh, there's another bedroom with one bed and uh, the bathroom is on that side too. I think I go and relax in one of the bedrooms. Well, there is uh, there is a really weird painting over the fireplace. It's just kind of this milky white opalescence that seems to move around a bit. Uh, and as you look at it, uh, it sort of shifts and shimmers, and then words appear. Uh, it says, hello! with an exclamation mark. Oh, uh, hi! Speaking to what are your names? Oh. I'm Aya. Well, I'm Benwood. my name is Cinnamon the Lethargic Messiah. Mrs. Pockets, at your service. I am Sweethorn, the greatest bard in all the land. The painting shifts again. It's so nice to meet all of you. I'm it's been guessing, so long since I've had guests. I'm guessing uh, you are. What? What's your name, Mister or Mrs. House? Uh, I don't know. I never really had a name. I just kind of went by House. Roadhouse. That too. Uh, no, just just house. House MD. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll call you House then, unless you want a new name. Like what? I don't know. I've never named a house before. I'll try, and if I don't like it, I'll let you know. All right. Um, what, male or female? Uh, I don't know. What's the difference? Oh, that's a good point. What about Sweetum? 
Like Sweet Home, except it's really quick. So it's Sweetum. Sweetum. Don't you already have a friend named Sweetum? Almost. As in, he's almost a friend. Um, his name is actually Sweetheart. I do think that might be stepping on my IP a little too closely. I'm pretty sure this house is around before you were even born. You know, still, we don't want to invite any legal trouble for our new house friend. That's a good point. Wait a minute. His name isn't Sweetum? <laughs> no, no, Cinnamon, it's, it's Sweet Horn. Like the instrument, Sweet Horn. Doesn't Sweetum play the lute? <laughs> He, he does. <laughs> My name is Sweethorn. I think I understand now. Good. Anyway, maybe we'll just call the house house, unless anyone has a better idea. I don't Thank- like Sweethorn. It's, it's too close. Thank you for clarifying that, Sweetum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll just go with house. Yeah, house. House works for me. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess I'll just stay house then. Okay. So, hey, um, thanks for letting us in, you. Uh, it's my pleasure. That's what I'm here for. It's just that usually people get kind of freaked out and run away or throw rocks at me and try to light me on fire because they think I'm some kind of monster. So, I... I tend to run away from them, too. Oh. Yeah, I, I would probably do the same, although it's hard to light anyone on fire back where I live. you live? Underwater. <gasps> what are your houses like? Um, you know, a lot of coral. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we use different coral, really, to decorate in different places. Some, some seaweed. You, those are usually the drapes. Uh, we make do. Coral. We use no, the some football fish. There is water that's above land, uh, above sea level, Aaron. <laughs> what do they? What do they talk about? Well, who's talking about the fish? Houses. Oh, the house is down there. Um, I'm yet to find one that's as colorful of a conversationalist as you are. Oh. Oh, I've always hoped to meet another house. Uh, houses don't normally walk. Uh, do you know how you were able to have that ability? Uh, one day, I was able to walk and think. Uh, there was a man who used to live here. He was a wizard. At least that's what he said. Okay, that, that does add up. lived here or just stayed here for a bit. What do you think, Mrs. Pockets? Does this house look like a house that you lived in? I, I, I don't, I don't think so. The, your, your wizard, it, it wasn't Prospero, was it? That asshole. <laughs> Prospero. Um, favorite wizard. It might have been. <clears throat> I don't really remember. It was a long time ago. Maybe it's kind of hard to judge time when you're a house. That's understandable. 
Mrs. Our friend Mrs. Pockets. Sorry, Mrs. Pockets is going to stand up and immediately start like pacing around, sniffing every inch of the interior of the house <laughs> to see if she can identify her old master by scent. Okay. Uh, Our friend here, Mrs. Pockets, once had a wizard owner that turned her into her and then just vanished. So oh I'm wondering if same thing happened to you. I don't know if it's just a trait that wizards, all wizards have, or if just this one particular wizard is just being a jerk to people. I don't know. I've or, never or met things. I don't think I've met another wizard. Uh, Mrs. Pockets, you, you sniff around, uh, and you go into the bedroom that just has one big bed, uh, and you detect the faint smell of Prospero. Oh. It was him! That bastard! Um, he just likes giving things sentience, doesn't he? <laughs> giving them and the ability to and mobile, <laughs> giving them sentience and then abandoning them. The the house says, "Does that mean we're sisters?" <laughs> I, I I mean, I I I am a house cat. Uh, <laughs> I, I, house? I'm gonna, Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Funny looking house. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Pockets, Mrs. Pockets, like, jumps up on a piece of furniture, like a shelf that is okay. way, way too small to, like, hold her uh, in her, in her new human sized, <laughs> human sized um, dimensions. And she's uh. just, like, all four paws together just on it. And she tries to sit down. She's like, so this, this feels kind of familiar. <laughs> you don't know if you've ever necessarily been here, but it's hard to tell because everything from before the accident <laughs> is pretty hard to remember. Yeah, I mean, I had the intellect of a ha- of a cat, so yeah. Um, you remember, there were a lot of good sunbeams, though. Yeah, back in those days, I kind of I kind of look at the windows. Do Do you remember? Do you remember if these faced? East originally? Uh, I don't remember. Everything from before I gained sentience, well, I don't know anything from before then, because I used to just be a regular house. Yeah, <laughs> I used to just be a regular cat. What was that like? I I mean it was it was pretty good. Uh I I demanded food. Uh, when my when my master was was around, and sometimes I would snuggle him, and he, he was a he was a terrible hunter. I was always trying to teach him how to hunt. I used to have to bring him dead birds and leaves. <laughs> I've found dead birds, although I've never had to eat anything. <laughs> Where are you guys going? To visit the great tree. You want me to take you there? What? Oh, yeah. wait! You could you could do that? I mean, I have legs, and the house starts hopping, uh, and you guys just get shaken back and forth. <laughs> None of the furniture moves, though. Oh, okay, maybe maybe don't do that again. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, if you, if you took it at like a careful walk, maybe. Oh, 
I'm really good at moving. Well, as long as I, it doesn't told, put you I'm in... The, I'm the fastest house in the world. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> I believe that. I, yeah. I truly do. I definitely uh, no elven house has ever moved as quickly as you have. Some of our houses underwater move, but that's really mainly the tide. Wow, we have something in common, because I am the fastest sloth man there is. We're both super speedy. Before I became a messiah, they did call me Speedy. <laughs> that should that be my name, Speedy? Yeah, why not? I, I yeah. mean, I can't see a reason to not call you that. I thought your name was Sweethorn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the the painting just goes. It's just a giant yay with an exclamation mark, uh, and the house shakes again, uh, and it starts. Boom! It takes off. Uh, it only shakes for a few seconds, and then it stops. Uh, I mean, it keeps moving, but the the shaking just kind of becomes like that dull vibration that like an airplane has when it's in the air. Um, you you can kind of hear the the feet hitting the ground underneath you. But you don't, you don't like it. Does, you don't really feel it anymore. Um, Mrs. Pockets goes over to Cinnamon, and she she like grabs him by the face and just sort of like smushes his face between her paws and says, "Cinnamon, Cinnamon, you you know magic. There there must be some kind of clue around here. I I can I can smell the scent of my master. There must be some clue was as to what happened to him, where he might have gone, somewhere in this house." Would you mind retracting your claws? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, sorry about that. I just just got a little excited. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Is there anything I can do for uh, for Mrs. Pockets? Uh, you can tr- you can make a mind check. All right. Uh- I'm going to start reading the books on the bookshelves. Maybe there's a diary. There you go, 13. 13, okay. Uh, so you, you take a few minutes to concentrate, uh, Cinnamon. Uh, you do some incantations, so basically like a, a detect magic spell, more or less. Um, and it's it, the, So would you realize uh, that... Let, let's say a, a, a swarm of moths fly out from my fur and spread out over the house and examine everything and come back and tell me what they see. Sure. Yeah, so the, <laughs> these moths just sort of appear from under... Sloth moths. Sloth moths appear from under Cinnamon's fur, uh, just like a dozen of them, and they fly all over. And it takes a few minutes for them to examine everything in the house, and then they come back uh, and one by one just sort of whisper things in your ear. So it's been a long time since there was magic here. I mean, other than the so there's the residual magic of the house itself, uh, mm. and they say that a, whatever created it, there was a big blast of like enchantment energy that animated the house. That was years ago, and there hasn't been anything since. 
it seems like, but it seems uh, there was an enchantment and uh, some sort of teleportation magic at the same time. So they would, their theory is that there was some big magical conflux here that just kind of fucked everything up. And whoever did it got teleported away somewhere. Well, Mrs. Pockets, I cannot verify that this is exactly where you formerly lived, but I can confirm that the situation is suspiciously similar to <laughs> yours. I don't know how many other wizards have done something similar. I knew it. This this all seemed so weirdly familiar. More more weird than familiar, but <laughs> you sure did know right where to find that fireplace. You looked right at home. Uh so James, as you're walking around, you look at the books. Um, nothing too crazy. There seems to be a lot of history books, um, some like magical theory books. Uh, but you do find in the corner next to the fireplace, uh, there's a, a ratty old cat bed. Uh, and the, it seems like there is a name stitched in the front. Part of it's fallen away. Uh, but it says M. M. Ock. Um, um, Mr. Pockets? No, it's Mr. Rockets. My arch nemesis. (laughs) (laughs) The door bursts open. The dog, Mr. Rockets. (laughs) That's what I said. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Pockets is is kind of like looking around wide-eyed. Uh, she walks over to to where Bentwood is. What? Um... Does this look at anywhere at all familiar to you? And I and I show her the bed. Um, once again, person sized, Mrs. Pockets <laughs> steps into the bed and sits in it the way that cats do, even when they can't fit in something. If she fits, she sits. Yeah. Uh, and she she's just like, well, I I used to be a lot smaller, but I do feel oddly. And then she falls asleep. <laughs> I mean, it's got stitching on the side that looks oddly like... Oh, you're asleep. I'm sorry. <laughs> How does someone fall asleep? <laughs> Alex. Yes. Is there a refrigerator and freezer in this house? No. Why not? Because there's no electricity. So, this <laughs> could just not work. <laughs> no. Refrigerators have not been invented. It's a fantasy world. Well, what about an ice box? That's just a box with an ice. Oh. There is an old ice box in the kitchen. All right, I'm going to look inside of it. Uh, it is empty. Oh, bone dry. What are you looking for? Ice. Water. Oh, no, there's no ice in the decades-old icebox. Damn it. Now, 
Now look what you've done. You've upset the water nymph. <laughs> so, Aya, it looks like it's just you and I that are going to be awake for this uh, trip, I guess. I guess. I mean, I, I, I would think we have to sleep somehow, sometime. Painting says, it's probably going to take me a while to run all the way to the tree. I can make you some food if you want. Well, that would be fantastic, but I don't want to put you out. Now, I, I'm really appreciative of everything that you're doing for us. Oh, but no, I, it's I, no problem at all. I love having guests. All right, I, I, just, I, just, me. <laughs> I just want to be sure that you're <laughs> safe and nothing happens to you or us in the process. Don't worry. What, what would you want to eat? Uh, I don't know. Do, do you have any ale? Our favorite. Because you were asleep. <laughs> he woke up. He takes micro naps. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why he takes so long to answer. He's sleeping sometimes. He sleeps between his words, which is why he's always <laughs> taking so long to answer. He takes a nap after he thinks he thinks about what he's going to say, and then he naps so he has the energy to say it. Gotcha. <laughs> so what, what did you say? I didn't hear what you said about your favorite. Oh, leaves. Oh. Okay, uh, there's there's a, a little flash from the dining room table, uh, and there's a pile of leaves. Oh, boy. Cinnamon will slowly crawl down the back of Bentwood and toward the table with the leaves. Okay. Um, I, I could do with some ale and some meats. Uh, okay. Uh, there's another flash, and there's a tankard of ale and a plate of meats. Yay! Oh, wait, did you want the meat cooked? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's another flash, and the meat is now cooked. <laughs> I am in love. Can, can, can I live here? Can I live here? Sure. Is that a thing? Forever. I mean, I'm an elf, so I'll live forever. So, I mean, don't make that promise. I I don't know how long houses live. <laughs> Can I get some scallops? There's a flash, and there's scallops. All right. You want them cooked? No, no, we don't really cook much underwater. Okay. These are good as is. So there's there's food for all of you. You you walk over to the table, and you notice like when the the house was shaking, the table and chairs didn't move. But as soon as you put your hand on the chairs to slide them out, it easily slides out. Used to be part of the enchantment to like keep the furniture in place. Um, this this is, that happens with the furniture inside me, too. This is fantastic. <laughs> this is not as comfortable as I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mrs. Pockets, you're awake. Um, are, you, are you sure is that your bed? I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's yours. It's close to your spelling of your name on there. I mean, it... It feels like my bed. I, I I don't I don't really remember, but <sighs> she she stands up um and kind of like walks dejectedly over over to the table and sits down. Would you like a milk and some saucer? A saucer of milk? 
<laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Alright, uh, there's a flash and there's a saucer of milk on the table. She sniffs at it, takes one s- small, like, minuscule lick at it, and then ignores it. <laughs> um, she says, it, it's just, it's just all so confusing. I, I, I vaguely remember what it was like to be a regular cat, but then all of a sudden I was, you know, I, I, I could think and, Oh boy! These Would you want to go back? Good leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Would you want to go back to being a regular cat? Uh, gosh, you know, I, I, I don't know. There certainly is a lot more to think about now that I'm a, a half cat, half person. I, I guess I. It it was a. I, I do remember those days where all I would do is eat, fall asleep in the su- in a sunbeam, which I think was over there. Uh, then fall asleep in my bed. Then tear at my dad's robes until he played with me, and <laughs> then go fall asleep over there. And she point. She's just pointing at all the different places where she used to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> the house painting says, you could still do that. You could stay here and sleep whenever you want. Oh, but but now I got, I've got friends and I'm an adventurer. I mean, you, you did sleep in that sunbeam the whole day the other day. And it was a really good sunbeam. I, I know. Uh, every time the sun started to move a little bit, you would wake up, stretch, and then move, and then, you know... Go back to, to sleeping in it. And and trust me, those were some quality stretches. Like every vertebrae in my back cracked. But I know. I, I heard I just, I just have learned to want more than more than that out of life. Fair enough, fair enough. Not that I, I wouldn't mean, want to come back here. I mean Speedy, we have to figure out what happened to, to our to our Owner, or I don't know it, that jerk who created us and then left us. Yeah, guess. I mean, right now I'm I'm really into running around. It's pretty neat. Have you tried it? I, I mean, yeah. It's basically one of the three things I've done since I was a kitten. Um, <laughs> it's still pretty new for me because. I used to just be a regular house, and apparently regular houses don't run, run around very much. Um, they don't run around at all, unless they fall off a cliff or something, or if there's a mudslide. Or, but even then, they're not running, they're falling. Yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really more property damage at that point. But, yeah. uh, Speedy, would you want to go back to being a regular house, sitting in the same no place all the time? And- no way! I like being able to run, and thinking is pretty cool. I mean, even the existential terror has its moments. <laughs> what? Oh, you haven't gotten to that yet? I, I don't know what you're talking about. Don't worry, you'll get there eventually. It's scary at first, but eventually you come to grips with it. Like thunder! Yeah. Uh uh, 
Yeah, Why Thunder's not that great. The big three? Uh, this, uh... Oh, crap, did we forget Sweethorn? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's in the house. <laughs> he, he went into the, the master bedroom and is uh, lying on the bed asleep. Uh, that, that bard uh, wants to see it. It's a pretty cool tree. Oh, yeah, no, it is. It's a marvelous, as a half-tree person, I, I I can attest to how marvelous that tree is. Um, yeah, it's, and it's what protects this whole forest. Oh, really? According I didn't to know that. Uh, yeah, yeah, according to the legend, it's, it, it, it's, it protects all of us that live here. Wow, that's really cool. These leaves are fantastic. Are they from the Cercropia tree? Oh, they're from the ether where I materialize food from. Well, but what kind of leaves did you materialize? I don't know. I just read your mind and thought leaves and poof. Hmm. Do all houses have the ability to read the minds of others? I don't know. I've never met another house. Oh, yeah. You said that. None of the houses I've ever met have read my mind before. Or they just couldn't tell you about it. Hmm. I'm going to have to ponder on that. I'm uncomfortable with this line of thinking. <laughs> I mean, I, I was thinking about it. I, I don't remember anything beforehand, but maybe that could have been a byproduct of the magic. It's possible I was sentient the whole time, but just couldn't say anything. Or express myself in any way. Maybe all houses are sentient and just waiting to be freed. Still not liking where this is going. So you were just frozen in place, completely immobile and un- unable to communicate, and uh, able to able to read the thoughts and emotions of everyone passing in and around you. Maybe I don't know. It's a possibility. Like I said, I don't remember anything from before when I got legs. I mean, that's probably better that you don't remember that, because if that were me, it would probably have driven me insane. <laughs> and the fact that you, you still did. couldn't do anything even when you're insane. <laughs> Maybe I'm insane now and just don't realize it. Oh, God, that explains haunted houses. <laughs> I don't know. That's just some of the things I think about when I have nothing else to think about, which is often, because most of the time I'm just walking through a forest by myself. Well, you're no longer by yourself. You've got us, and possibly me, if depending on how this adventure turns out. Possibly you? Oh, right, because you're going to stay inside me forever. <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad I made friends. And now I have a sister. This has been the greatest day ever. Best day ever. Um. 
Mrs. Mrs. Pockets uh, once again um, takes a takes a single a single uh, lick of the cream that that's in front of her, um, and then uh, gets up, strolls over to one of the bedrooms, or no, back back over to the hearth, uh, and falls asleep in front of the fire. Okay. What are the rest of you doing? Uh, ben Wood's probably going to drink a bit more, talk with the house about, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, possibilities of living arrangements and stuff. And then he's going to take a nap until we get to the tree. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Can you materialize anything? I don't or just know. house I stuff? I don't know. No, can I get a sword? Uh, a, there's a flash, uh, and there's a swordfish on the table. <laughs> Ooh. Right, well, it was worth a try. I, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't use a sword anyway. But can I? Can I, can I get some ice? Uh, there's a flash, and there are. There's a bowl of ice cubes. All right, I set it to the side. Okay. They hoping there were going to be ice fish. <laughs> and Eric, why didn't you just ask for water? Because I have my ways. <laughs> I do it. I can make water. I can't make ice. Yeah, but you're just gonna let it melt. Yeah, weirdo. <laughs> All right. So the house, the house runs on through the nights. Uh, you could hear water hitting the roof sometimes. The thunder still rumbling overhead. Uh. You all eventually fall asleep. You you come to uh, in the early morning hours because the house is shaking, like it's it's wiggling back and forth and rocking your beds to try to wake you up. I wake up. Please, no more fire. Oh, why did they have to suggest a fire? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mrs. Pockets, you're still in the main room. Uh, you wake up and look at the, the picture above the fireplace. Sorry, I can't talk, so this is the only way I could wake you. What, what is it, What is it, Speedy? Uh, Mrs. Pockets stands up and, and does one of those, you know, amazing-looking cat stretches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's some people on the road up ahead they, that might need help. All right. Uh, I, I suppose then, in that case, we're the people who who should probably help them. Uh, I'll I'll go get everybody else. Okay. Uh, the rest of you are coming to the shaking of the house has stopped. Uh, and Mrs. Pockets tells you what what Speedy said. Ah. Uh, you oh. have to wake Cinnamon up. The the rocking didn't do it. I, I I pick cinnamon up. Hey, buddy! Time to wake up. Well, good morning. By the way, cinnamon fell asleep at the table where he was eating leaves, and there's still <laughs> most of them left. Uh, no, all the food you left out is gone. No, <laughs> even your ice. Oh, it's not melted. It's just completely gone. Yep. Damn it. Ah, told you you should ask for water. Sorry. Magic house magically cleans. 
Uh, so if you look out one of the front windows, you see... Uh, it looks like you're back on the main path through the forest, and there are a few wagons on the road in front of you uh, that are broken. Looks like three three wagons that look like they've been attacked. You see people lying in the road. Uh, the wagons are broken. There's dead horses and donkeys. Uh, it looks like there was a, a fight here. Uh, do we see anybody that may look alive? Not from the. You no. can't tell from this distance. You're you're probably like a hundred feet away. The house stops, so you'd have to get out and get closer. All right, uh, Speedy. Speedy, you stay here and and stay hidden. Uh, we're gonna go check it out. Right. Uh, the door opens and the stairs drop down, so you can hop out. All right, Mrs. Pockets, you're the sneakiest of the bunch, and. Yeah, best at not being seen. Um, go see if there's any survivors, because I don't want to be over there and all of a sudden, like, authorities show up and then we get blamed for that massacre that we clearly did not do. Um, Mrs. Pockets gives an adorable little kitty salute with one of her little paws uh, and then <laughs> sneaks off through the undergrowth. Okay. Uh, make a stealth check. Uh, she gets a 14. I'm sorry, oh, a, a 13. Oh, pff, never mind. That's nothing. Yeah, you failed. Oh, no. That's it. Uh, so you, you sneak up. There doesn't really seem to be anything. Uh, you, you don't see anyone who's like trying to sneak up on you or is hiding. You, you get closer, uh, and you can hear some moans coming from the people that are lying on the ground. You see a bunch of elves, uh, Maybe it looks like maybe there were like seven of them. At least three of them are definitely dead. Uh, the others look like they could be unconscious, uh, but there's also uh, one that's like leaning against the remains of a cart, holding a wound on their on his stomach, and is like, "Oh God, he's um, alive!" All right, so I'm I'm gonna call out to the rest of them. Uh, we've got survivors up here. It looks like they need help. I'll come out to help, because I can do that. Okay, yeah. Uh, so you uh, you run up, and yeah, there's uh, you see uh, there's seven elves, three are dead, uh, and the other four are alive. Uh, the one who's clutching his stomach... Uh, actually isn't too terribly wounded. The other three are pretty, pretty wounded. Oh, I should start with the pretty wounded people then. Hey, what what happens? What, what happens to all of you? I'm asking as I work on healing them. Orcs. It ambushed us from the woods. We were transporting valuables. I, we thought this was a safe path. It normally is. It's weird that orcs would be out at this time of night. I mean, time of day. Time of year. Actually, at all in this part of the woods. And for elves to be ambushed. These must have been pretty crafty and sneaky orcs. I don't know what happened, but... They... Jumped out. There weren't many of them. There were three, but they took us by surprise. I only rolled a six on the heel. Now, does that have, like, 
the thing that I have the focus for to prevent a backlash, or is that only if it's a critical? I think the focus is if you uh, the backlash strain. Strain was it a natural two to four? What? Or your modifier? Um, before the modifier, it was a four. It was a what? It was a four before the modifier. Okay, so you you would lose one endurance, but you have um, a two point focus. Okay, yeah. So then you you yeah. So the talisman takes a hit of that. Okay. Uh, but you you're not able to heal them. Curses. Um. Can I see if I can? I think there may have been a battle here. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Very perceptive, my sloth friend. Transporting a crown. A special item for our people. We need to get it back. Alright, we, we will. Definitely will. Um... Is there any particular place you want us to bring it to? Uh, do you think you're going to be all right over here? Can you guys fix each other up? If you can, if you could just help me back on my feet, I can take care of the others. And uh, I guess I'll help him back on his feet. Oh, he means if you can heal him. Oh. I literally start to go to pick him up on his feet. Just because. No, no, not that, not that. Like magic. I need healing. Not necessarily oh. magic. Oh, okay. You need healing. Uh, um, who's good at healing? I am, but it didn't work th- this time. I don't know. I could try again if that's a thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can try again. I'm gonna say it's gonna be a, a difficulty eight, though. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Uh, so you managed to uh, heal this elf. Uh, the, your water uh, seeps out and covers his wound and, and fills it with that glowing light and it seals up. Oh, oh thank you, Nymph. I appreciate it. Hey, no it. problem. No problem. As long, I'm always happy to spread the healing powers of water. So he, he stands up. He uh, takes your hand, Bentwood, and, and now stands up. <sighs> the the orcs had attacked us. They uh, they ran east, uh, and he points off, and you could see uh, now now that he's pointed it out, especially you, Benwood, you could see a very obvious trail through the brush. Please, oh, if you can, oh god, cover the crown and bring it back. I would be most grateful. Well, but of course, of course, uh, gotta make sure that crown is safe. We were, we were transporting other treasure as well, but anything else they have is yours to keep if you bring us back the crown. What if we just gave you one of Sweethorn's spare crowns? <laughs> what? No, you can't give my crowns away! Uh, the, Besides, the elf looks a little confused. Besides, we didn't let him bring any of those. Uh, that's that's a nice offer, but this is a sacred crown for our people. Yeah, have some respect. 
pretty sure that Sweethorn smuggled at least three crowns. Is that why you're rattling? <laughs> no! It's, I, I, it's all my coin that I have. I, I only smuggled two crowns. Give him up. Mrs. No! Mrs. Pockets holds out her paw. Sweethorn. I, I will not. I refuse. Sweethorn. My crowns. Daddy bought them for me. Mrs. Pockets <sighs> narrows her eyes and just glares daggers at him. Oh, fine. He drops his bag and reaches in. Uh, he pulls out one crown uh, and hands it to you. Uh, and on the front, almost like a trophy, is written number one good boy. <laughs> uh, and then he, he reaches in and he pulls out another crown. Uh, the first one, the number one good boy crown, uh, it's like three inches high and all the little peaks are have jewels embedded in them. Uh, the other one he hands you is a, a much more simple, just like woven strands of silver, more like a like a circlet than a full-on crown kind of thing. <laughs> I was hoping he would have a crown with jewels on each of the like prongs, and each of the jewels could have their own little crown. <laughs> that, that one he had to leave back. He had to leave that one behind. Yeah, yeah. don't be ridiculous. That would be ostentatious. <laughs> I want that number one good boy crown back. I got it's that a crown. Crown, good boy. <laughs> you can have it back when you've earned it. <laughs> and she she puts the crowns in her own back. But I already earned it. That's what Daddy said, and he gave it to me because I was the number one good boy. <sighs> Elf says, "Um, are you guys gonna help?" Oh, I mean, with that attitude, you're yes, we're gonna help. We just needed one. to deal with this first. You're the one that brought up crowns. You're right. You're right. I'm uh, I'm gonna try to save my friends' lives. You guys do what you need to do. And he he kneels down over one of the other injured elves and starts uh, saying an incantation in Elvish. All right. All right. So I I guess I will I will go scout ahead and I'll try to identify where the orcs are camped out. Uh, reconnoiter, and then I'll meet you guys back. Uh, stay, stay, stay a couple yards behind me, and be quiet. All right. So, Mrs. yes, Sweethorn. I'm not even carrying all the crowns anymore, and I'm not the one who alerted the house. I snuck up on it. <laughs> He's got a point. Ah, uh, that's There's a critical. A, a bro- Broken clocks write twice a day. (laughs) So, Mrs. Pockets, following the trail is really easy, because these orcs were not subtle in the least. There's just camped down grass and broken sticks. Uh, There's a very clear-cut trail. You follow it only for about a mile before you start to hear voices coming from up ahead of you uh, in a in a small little clearing that's surrounded by bushes. Uh, you hear, what, are they, what do those stupid elves have? Uh, another one says, oh, this chest is full of coin. Uh, and one of them says, oh, look at me. I'm wearing the pointy little elf hat. And they all, 
Do you want to get um, closer to look at them? Um, yeah, I suppose so. All right, so you, with your crit, that's fine. You get closer. You, you peek through the bushes, uh, and you see uh, three orcs that are standing around. Uh, there's uh, a broken open chest in front of them that is full of coin and other jewels and stuff, and one of them is wearing uh, a golden crown that's way too small for its head. Uh, and it's got, like, its arms up, and like, ooh, pointy elf head, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, and they're all laughing. Um, alright. Uh, so, so I've, I've got a good idea of, like, what the clearing looks like, where everybody's positioned, and, and that kind of thing. Alright. Uh, so in that case, I'm gonna, I'm gonna withdraw, and I'll, I'll go back to the party, and I'll just kind of, like, sketch it out on the ground with my with my claws. Like, sure. All right. So there are three of them in the clearing up ahead. Uh, one of them is sitting over here. There's a, a chest of valuables and coins over here. Uh, this is the one. And I circle the guy uh, who had the crown on his head. Uh, he's got the crown. That's what we're really after that. And the treasure. Um, what's the plan folks? Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, ambush, or should we uh, try and stealthily pick them off one by one? Cinnamon is slowly starting to point at something on the map he drew. <laughs> well, picking them uh, off one by one might be hard. It's just—it's basically just a circular clearing. It's not really their camp. It just kind of seems like where they've stopped for the moment. Uh, so they—they they all could see each other. It's like there's no hidden areas, really. Why don't you leave me in a tree right in this area? We can do that. And and then what? Then don't say just, I'm going to eat those leaves. <laughs> then we retrieve the crown with force. All right, so we leave you in a tree, and the rest of us go hard at the other at the uh, at the three orcs. That's the way I would do it. I mean, so I'm not gonna lie; I was thinking along those same lines. And what about Sweethorn? Uh, um, I could participate. I I think uh, I could I could give them what for. Do you, do you know any bard spells? Do bards do spells? I don't know. Sometimes they they you know can do like a I mean you know maybe like it's a, best if I stay behind. I mean I'm okay with you staying behind and out of trouble and not dying because if you die, your dad would be pretty mad at us and might hire better people to come after us. I, I bet that tree has more than one branch for you, sweet horn. <laughs> All right, so so why don't we leave sweet horn, uh, sweet sweet horn, and uh, and cinnamon can be team A. Uh, sweet horn, you watch cinnamon's back uh, while he does whatever it is he's doing. 
Hopefully it's more than just eating leaves, and the rest of us <laughs> will go fight those orcs. That sounds okay. like a plan to me. So, Cinnamon, what are you doing? Uh, well, uh, all Cinnamon can do is cast support magic, so that. I mean, like, what? so you're going to go climb a tree? I'm going to hang in the tree and cast all my spells from there. you got to climb the tree first. Well... And make a stealth check. Okay. That's with agility. Uh, And the rest of you, if you want to get into position, that's Ah, also... 11. What'd you say? Stealth checks to get into position. Uh Uh-oh, six. I got a 12. Jums. I am unlocking my phone, sorry. Oh, Sweethorn managed to climb the tree with Cinnamon. We're doing agility, right? Yes. Yeah. For North. You'll I have see, a ten. Sweetum. This is okay. where all the action is. <laughs> Alright, so uh, the, the rest of you get close. Uh, and the orcs are still laughing at the other one who's wearing the crown, going, pointy old fat, pointy old fat. Uh, they think it's hilarious. Uh, you you all, are you, so are you spreading around to, like, pincer them, or are you all coming in from one spot? I figured we were spreading around to pincer them. Yeah. But if anyone else has something yeah. else they want to do. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Okay. Uh, so the three of you, uh, other than Cinnamon, sort of spread out around the clearing. Uh, you're all quiet, but Aya, as you're, as you're walking, as you're through the brush, uh, you step, you accidentally step uh, on a squirrel that was sleeping, and it <laughs> and like runs off. Uh, it makes a big, big noise. Uh, the orcs go, Ooh, what's that? Uh, they look right at where you are. So they don't see you exactly, but they know you're there. Um, the squirrel should say, watch it, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, uh, the, sea squirrels are so much quieter. The the orcs all pull out big orc swords. Who's there? Uh, so what are you guys doing? I don't answer. Oh, smart. <laughs> I thought about that one. <laughs> uh, the rest of you would get a surprise attack, but if you did anything, Aya, they, they know you're there. Okay, that's... So I'll hold still, and the others can get a surprise attack. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am going to jump out of the bushes uh, and land on the back of the one that's wearing the crown. Okay. Dig, dig my claws in. So that's that's an attack, and I also want to try to see if I can like hold on to his back. Oh, it'll depend how well you attack. Let's see. And I don't think I get. Any bonuses for attacking? No. It's just you're you're gonna, you're gonna use your bow, James? Yep, that I'm gonna do. Cool. I'm gonna me, shoot. Let me buff it before you go. Alright. I, I got an eight. Jimmy Buffett? An eight. Okay. okay. Uh, so you you leap up and, and dig your claws into the thing. Uh you you manage to hit it. You don't do well enough to 
uh, keep holding on to him, though. Okay. Um, you you do, like, rake your claws down him, and he uh, screams and spins around to face you. Oh, He's wait. Um, I also have, sorry, uh, my stealth gives me plus one damage versus unaware foes. Oh, all right. Well, then you do two damage to him. You still Good. don't stick to him. Hang on, yeah. More. Uh, all right, so Chris, you wanted to buff Jums's bow? Yeah, I'm going to say before I uh, before I got off his back uh, and climb into the tree, I shook a few beetles out of my uh, fur and into his quiver, and they are going to hang out on his arrows and uh, kind of aim. Like if they're a little off, they'll move it or they'll speed it up by flying on the arrow as it flies through the air. So you're giving him plus. You're giving him a bonus to attack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you, if you try to make it a difficult action, which increases the difficulty, uh, you can give him plus two instead. Well, I rolled a thirteen, so okay. All right. Uh, so that would make <laughs> your target nine. All right. So James, you get a plus two to your attack. Cool. Uh, and now it's your secret turn. Yeah, I'm going to shoot the one that is next to the guy wearing the crown. Because I don't want to accidentally shoot Mrs. Pockets. Yeah, that would be bad. Well, she's not clinging to him. Oh, she's not? No, well, I either agree. way. Okay. Either way, I don't want to shoot in your general area because I don't want to accidentally hurt you. I appreciate that. Um, because uh, I use agility. No, I use attack, right? Okay. You're attack. I don't get advantage or anything, right? No. Unless you unless you have a skill that gives you advantage. Okay. Which I don't think you do. Um, but you do get plus two, right? Yes. Then 12. Okay. Um, I have to math. I got double fours, if that means anything. Actually, double. triple fours. Uh, okay, yeah. So you uh, you knock your arrow and le- unleash it, uh, and it hits one of the, the uh, that orc like right in the eye at a bit of an angle. It doesn't go like through his skull into his brain. It goes like at an angle, so it goes like out the side of his head. Uh, but it still fucking hurts him bad. And he, as he grabs his head, clutch, clutching the uh, bleeding face. Uh, sweet horn. What's uh, sweet horn? Uh, grabs a a stick out of the tree. Uh, and throws it at the one with the crown, uh, and actually conks him in the head and does a point of damage. Uh, Alright, so it is the next round. Uh, there is no more surprise, because they know you guys is there. Um, oh, Chris, well, no, I'm sorry, Chris, you went before the battle started to, bust, to do this bow, so what are you going to do now? Oh, I get to go again? Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, never mind. Um, so, let me pull up my, or, there we go. Uh, it goes by agility, so I do believe, uh, it was, I uh, go first. Yeah, James had something that let him go before Ryan, even though they have the same agility. Yeah. I have perception. 
so it's Bentwood, Mrs. Pockets, Aya, what's your agility? One. Uh, and Cinnamon, what's yours? Zero. Alright, so Aya, I need you to make an agility check, because they also have an agility of one. Okay. Uh, and there. Six. I'm really not rolling too well these last bunch of rolls. Alright, so they go before Aya. Uh, and then it's Cinnamon and Sweethorn. So, Bentwood, you is up first. Alright, I'm going to shoot that same one again. Alright. Do I still get do I still get the magical you get bonuses? You two for the whole scene, yep. Yeah. It gets to actually make a defense roll now. Well, it seemed to defend against a 15. Uh, it's... I mean, it got a 10, but you still kill it. Uh, yeah, you, buddy. <laughs> you shoot the arrow through the other eye. Uh, and this time it goes, it just goes straight into its brain. It's like, oh, it has one hand clutching over the remains of its eye. And then the other arrow just sinks into its head. Oh, oh. And then it just, it just falls back. And there's a boom as it hits the ground. Uh, Mrs. Pockets, you're up. Um, I think the, the other one, like, uh, turned around to face me. Yeah, the one with the crowd is facing you. Uh, there's one that hasn't been attacked who has his sword out and uh, is looking around uh, at, at all of you, trying to figure out which one of you he wants to attack first. All right. Um, Mrs. Pockets is going to um, turn and run up a tree. Okay. Uh, that's an agility check. My gimmick. <laughs> Well, at least you ran up the tree uh, before I cast uh, impa- protection on you this time. Okay. Let pick something else to do now. I got a, I got a critical. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say, so the the trolls are next. Uh, that one is going to try to attack wow. you. But that that fourteen is it will be your defense for the round. Okay. Uh, great. Um, Gonna try to. They've got they've got swords. Yeah. Okay. But it's not gonna hit you with a nine. Uh, so it it's uh, like trundles over to the tree uh, and takes the sword and just swipes at you. Uh, and there's a few branches below where you are that just get cleaved off. They're just gone. Uh, but the branch you're on is is out of its reach, and it, it even like jumps and tries to swipe at you, but it just can't reach you. You're at, you're out of its reach. Uh, the other one, however, uh, is going to run over to where you are, Bentwood, and try to attack you. So make a defense roll. Defense. Defense. No, just your regular defense bonus. Defense score. Even though I have light armor, right? That's if you get hit. With a seven, you do. Uh, So that would be uh, two points of damage and roll one d6 for your light armor. If you get a five or six, it absorbs a point of damage. You could do it. You should do it. 
You should do it. James, roll 1d6. James died. James, roll 1d6. All right, I guess I couldn't hear you guys. I had to leave and come back. Yeah, you got Uh, hit. Uh, So roll 1d6 for your armor. A 5 or a 6. Roll a d6. Roll a d6. I got a tree. Yep, sorry. So you take three points of damage. Three uh, points? No, two. Oh, okay. The the orc's giant sword uh, comes down and slashes you across the chest, uh, right where your armor is. Yeah, of course. The third troll is dead, so Aya, you're up. Uh, I'm going to try to focus a water blast at the one that was going after Mrs. Pockets, because that was the one that was, so as of yet, unharmed, right? No, the one that's going after Bentwood is unharmed. Oh, I mixed him up. Well, then I'm going to... Uh, I already said I was shooting at the one in Mr. Pocket, so that's what's happening. Okay. So, uh, use it, I get the plus one because I have the mage weapon and it's for my pa- damage power. So okay. it's 2d6 plus 3. I'm rolling like shit tonight. It's a 7. Yeah, that's, that doesn't do it. Um, if you have any heroism, you can spend it and roll again. You know what? I I am. I, I'm... Using a heroism and rolling okay. again. Hope we roll a stick. Probably. I rolled oh. the exact same thing. No, you <laughs> roll different numbers. They just add up to the same thing. Damn it. I need to change my dice. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so you your blast of water misses him. Uh, yeah, cinnamon. Um, so what I'm going to do is... Uh, I think I'm going to have some of the beetles that still live in my fur to pluck off a few of the uh, ticks that live in my fur. And they are going to fly over the uh, the so far unhurt um, orc, and they're going to drop the, the ticks onto it, and they're going to suck out his blood and give him minus one. Minus one to what? To uh, attacking. Isn't minus one like the worst thing that could happen to someone? Yeah. Yeah. This one's really bad. It's a good thing Will's not here. Uh, (laughs) All right, yeah, so make your roll. Uh, It's kind of an attack, so he's going to get a defense roll. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's my empower skill. Heaven. God damn it, karma. <laughs> yeah. uh, that just misses. The the beetles uh fly over and he, he like turns and sees them coming and just whacks them out of the air with the flat of his sword so they don't manage to actually get to him. Oh my uh, poor beetles. Sweethorn is <laughs> gonna throw a stick at that guy again. Uh he got a seven. Troll better. Uh, so Sweethorn throws a stick, but it just bounces off its back. Good. Uh, so Bentwood, Good you're job. up. I am I, I, I'm here. I'm going to shoot that uh, the one I've been shooting at. The one you've been shooting at is dead. Oh. Crap, <laughs> when did that happen? James <laughs> <Dennis>. <laughs> that doesn't mean he can't still shoot it. 
It's true. I, if you want to just keep pumping arrows into its corpse, you can. <laughs> well, I'm going to shoot the one then that's trying to, to, to that's been sorted at me. Okay. Shoot that one. Cinnamon's magical enchantment has sent Bentwood into a murderous rage. (laughs) (laughs) Eleven. Hit it. What's its defense? Two. Uh, All right. That's two more points of damage on him. You you pop an arrow at him. (laughs) Puny tree. Uh, Mrs. Pockets, you're up. All right, uh, Mrs. Pockets is going to, uh, from the branch out of the orcs' reach. Are they orcs or trolls? They're orcs. I keep saying trolls because that's the stats of the thing I'm using in the book. But they're orcs. Okay. All right. Uh, so from the from the branch above where he can reach, Mrs. Pockets is going to uh, knock an arrow uh, and uh, try to hit him somewhere squishy. Okay. Uh, roll your attack. That is going to be an 11. Uh, They also got an 11, and ties go to the defender. Uh, I'll I'll spend a heroism to make it a 12. Okay, so that's that's one. Your your arrow kind of hits it in the shoulder, and it's like... Um, Alright, so the orcs go. Uh, So this one realized that it can't uh, hit you, so instead, it's going to attack the tree and try to shake you out of it. So uh, it's flavor, so still make a defense roll. Okay. Hang on. I got an 11. Uh, it also got an 11, and ties go to the defender. Yeah. yeah. So you, uh, it just starts like punching the trunk of the tree and the whole thing shakes uh, and Mrs. Pocket's like yeah! and you manage to clamp your claws in and hang on as the tree is just rocking back and forth. Uh, the other one is still attacking you, Bentwood. Uh, so make a defense roll. It's going to try to sword you again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I also have an 11. It rolled 11 again, and ties Uh-oh. go to the defender. So you just barely managed to step out of the way as the thing's sword comes slashing down right where you were. You like feel the wind from the, the massive orc sword just barely missing you. Aya, you're up. All right. Um, right. I'm thinking it might be better, instead of an attack, to maybe use my water to... Um, slip, slip one of them up and make them more prone to other attacks. Is that something I could do? Uh, yeah, I think that would be. Um, Water is slippery. It, it could be. So that's going to be uh, mind. You're not going to get the mage wand bonus, right? Attacking sense. with it, uh, and if you succeed, it would basically give them a minus one to next roll. That'd be great because it'd stop all those elevens. That top make ties. The one with the crown or the one attacking Bentwood? I'm going to go for the one with the. Uh, 
The one with the crown. That's the one I've been going after anyway. Okay. Ugh. Hey, can you guys hear me? Seven. We can hear Again. you. Hooray. All right, yeah, we that's can. just enough. Uh, you make a puddle underneath it. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's very confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, cinnamon. Um, okay, so I'm going to try to debuff the one that's attacking James again. Uh, this time I'm just going to have moths fly in its face. Okay. Uh, oh, 2d6 plus 12. Uh, yeah, that does. So what are you giving the minus one to? To attack. To attack the one attacking James. All right. Yes. Okay, you got him. He's got minus one attack. Uh, and Sweethorn is going to throw a stick at An the one James. Succeeds. What's the other one do? Ow. Okay. Sweethorn hits it and does damage. Jeez. Sweethorn really throws that stick. I guess so. <laughs> um, Sounds a particularly sharp stick. Did we lose James again? That was... Well, James is dead, so Mrs. Pockets, you're up. And we'll come back to James. Alright. I am... So so the one that's under... Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. Alright, James. Go ahead, take your fucking turn. (laughs) Sorry. I I didn't know if you guys could hear me. I was talking. No, we couldn't hear you. Yes, yeah, so I left and came back. Um, so uh, I'm a, I'm gonna try and attack the one that's still attacking me. Fair enough. That's a good choice. Well, yeah, I if, I'm pretty sure if he hits me one more time, I'm dead. Oh crap! I only got a four. Oh god. Um. Uh, re- uh you might want to use your heroism. Oh, that's a crit fail. I think I'm, I'm gonna use a heroism on that boss. Okay, I just want to see what happens if you. Uh... All right, yeah. So you can spend a heroism three roll. The same roll, the same. Rude. I mean, what are the odds of me rolling the exact same thing I just rolled? That's the complete <laughs> opposite. Um... <laughs> I went from a crit fail to a crit success. <laughs> uh, so it got a six on its defense. Ooh, so you good use on that. Ten. Uh, so you. I think you hit it. Yeah. So you do six points of damage to it, uh, which would have one shotted it. It was already half dead. So how do you kill it? Um. <laughs> He he goes to he when he swung at me before with his sword and he just barely missed me. I stepped on his sword and as he lifted it up, I I went over his head and I shot an arrow through the top of his head into his brain. You fucking Legolas him. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. So the last orc is the one with the crown. Um, it's uh, it looks around and it's going to give up on Mrs. Pockets and turn and try to attack you, Aya. Uh, but it gets a minus one. You still have to make a defense roll. All right. Let's see. My defense is one. Oh, 
I, I never actually got to take my turn. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry, Mrs. Pockets. It's your turn. <laughs> no. sure. Ryan wants a turn. Selfish prick. All right. Uh, so, Mrs. Pockets, since it's giving up on me and, and turning to Aya, um, she wants to try to... Um, I don't know if she can if she can disarm it or like shoot an arrow into its uh into its ankle or something so that it uh it it can't quite make the attack as well as it would have. Uh you could try, it's gonna be difficult though. So uh you're instead of a seven you need at least a nine. Okay. Let's see how this Perhaps goes. You have to beat its defense by two. Okay. Oh I'm sorry. Uh it's an extra two difficulty, so you subtract two from your roll. Okay. Doing it backwards to make it more complicated. Um. So I got a five. I have one more heroism. Why not? I'll spend it. Okay. Uh, to re-roll. And I got a seven. Uh, unfortunately, that is not enough. That's my number. Uh, so your arrow slinks and slams into the ground right where its foot was as it steps away. Wait a second. I thought you said uh, I thought you said I subtracted two. But you're, it's an attack against it so you have to beat its defense and its defense was nine. Ah, okay. So it was both. Well, no. You Roll was more difficult. Its defense was what you always had to beat. It's just okay. it was more difficult because you were making a call shot. Gotcha, so gotcha. That's, that's why you subtracted the two. Gotcha, okay. Um, Alright, so now it is moving towards Aya, uh, and it is going to attack you. So Aya, you make a defense. Defense roll. My usual number. <laughs> wow. um, so it hits you. It's, it, it really hits you. Um... It gets a 13. Uh, so you got a 7. Uh, can I use another heroism? Sure. Because that'll probably kill me. So, it would be, uh, I'll tell you now, that'll be 4, it's good three, it'll be four points of damage. Alright, that would leave me with 1. Uh, it's, I will tell you, it's not looking very good. What do you mean? It's, it got a twelve, so it's still the same. It's it's pretty hurt. I don't know how to. Okay. The fight, not yeah, the fight's not going to last much longer. Okay. So. All right. I guess I'll just take it. All right. I'll so take it like four. a nymph. So I guess smacks pretty hard. She kind of falls back. She was preparing another water spell, and just kind of it kind of sprinkles out as she's hit. Well, it's Aya's turn, so she can unsprinkle it if she wants. All right, she's gonna focus. She's gonna focus that back and try to blast it right in the face because she's not. She doesn't much care for this guy very much, too much, very much. Does, and that's the problem. Eleven, something that wasn't a seven. Well, wow. use a heroism. I don't have any more. Oh wait, no, I didn't use that one, but I'm keeping it. Yeah, but it rolled a seven, uh, but you still kill it. So how does Aya kill it? Um, I'm going to say probably a nice focused burst of water right up the nose, like kind of like a like 
forceful blast, um, knocking the bridge of the nose up. Lobotomize it with water. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. It, <laughs> it just like stumbles back, uh, and then and then collapses on its back, and the crown bounces off its bounces off of its head and just rests on the ground in the middle of the clearing. Oh, I think I need a doctor. <laughs> Can Cinnamon cast uh, protection on I and M? I won't even make you roll. <laughs> I have to send on you to protect you. Ah, uh, 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 this hurts very much. Uh, Mrs. Pockets clambers down from the tree. Uh, and runs up to the chest to see what what it is we've taken from these monsters. Uh, it's a chest full of coins and gems. Oh, oh, oh my! It's not it's not a huge chest. It's a smaller chest, but it's a, it's a decent sized amount of money. This this is woof. wow nice the, the, wow. Wow. This okay. isn't retiring money, but this is definitely paying off all of our bills at the various taverns that we owe stuff on money. Where climbs down from the tree and looks at it. Is that it? I restrain myself as I raise my hand to punch him. That, no, that, I, Mrs. Mrs. Pockets like catches your catches your fist. No, no. <laughs> What I, I happened? My internet shut out. Not, not spare change. Sweet, sweethorn, sweethorn helped. He was, he was a good boy. Maybe not the number one best boy. Uh, uh, but still a good boy. I would say she, she rummages around in her pack and and pulls out the the crown that doesn't say number one good boy. And hand it back to him. <laughs> I would say you've at least earned this one back. Thank you. You guys hear kind of quietly in the distance. See, Sweethorn? I told you all of the action happened in the trees. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you, you pick up the crown. You've got the the chest of the rest of the treasure, uh, and you make your way. I'm assuming you make your way back to the elf caravan. Yeah. Okay. It's about you, you get that back. time. Uh, the sun is now just about fully rising. Uh, by the time you get back to the road, you see that first elf uh, has revived the other three. There, three of them are all kind of. The three revived ones are all leaning against one of their broken wagons uh, and drinking some some water out of a skin that managed to survive. Uh, and he sees you coming and did you did you find it? Yeah, it's right there. And uh, we we point. Uh, uh, who's wearing it? Is Miss Pockets wearing it? Um, it's a sacred crown, so no, she she doesn't want to offend the elves. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay, so Cinnamon could be wearing it. Yeah, we've got Cinnamon wearing it. All right. <laughs> it's, it's right here, and I slowly pop my head out from behind his. <laughs> the elf uh, 
quickly uh, snatches the crown off Cinnamon's head uh, and inspects it. Uh, you didn't damage it. Oh, thank, thank the gods. Uh, oh, you, you'll want to mind the ticks, though. <laughs> he shakes it, and all these little flecks go flying off. Well, we can disinfect it. I mean, we're going to have to disinfect it anyway. The orcs touched it. But thank you. We we thought this path would be safe, but I've never heard of orcs in the Ever Summer Wood before. Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff happening recently. A lot of I'll, things like that. I'll have you know, half of those ticks came from the orcs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely going to have to disinfect it. Also, your house was moving while you were gone? Yeah, he does that. Huh. Is he still around? Oh, yes, it's it's right over there. He points, and uh, Speedy is hey! oh, standing on the road. Uh, it, it sees you come out, uh, and its eyes, like it, the, the blinds behind its windows lift up, so it makes it look like its eyes go wide, uh, and it runs over to where you guys are, uh, uh. and then crouches down and opens the door again. I, I give I give Speedy a pat. We helped the people. We we did. Yeah, we did a good thing. Thanks for waking us up, Speedy. Oh, you're welcome. You can all get a heroism for that too. Yeah. All right. Um, I like heroism. It's a lot better than heroin. What, yeah. uh, yeah. Uh, well, what, is, what is, what is the, uh, coin value on the treasure we picked up? Like, how does that split? Uh, so when you go back at the speedy, uh, they take off for the tree again and you have a minute to count it. Um, there is, I'm going to say a hundred coin, uh, and jewels that you're going to have to get appraised. You don't know. Okay. There's a hundred coin. All right. Yay. Uh, so I guess I'll I guess we'll split it five ways. <laughs> Four. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't there happen to be 125 coin? Mm-hmm. Uh there could, but there's not. Uh. <laughs> I mean, you <sighs> Ooh, sorry. Uh, I mean, you gave uh, Sweethorn his crown back. So I mean, uh, that was reward enough. You know, I mean, he 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 doesn't see this as does he now, even want any of this? Now, now, Bentwood. He is on this adventure with us, and he deserves a cut of the spoils. <sighs> Fine. I believe that is part of adventuring, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Azumi Pocket Change. Once well, you're getting... Converts to in shells. <laughs> you're getting a fifth of some pocket change. <laughs> oh, well... You you hand him twenty coin. Is this all you adventurers make? It depends on what we kill, or who we kill, and what they're carrying. Hmm. I suppose. You know, there are a few people that are friends of Daddy that would carry much more than this if you were to kill them. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> oh yes. Well, Lord, when we go back and meet you, Daddy, you can introduce us. At least 2,000 coin on him. 
Interesting. Is that is that something you think about often, Sweethorn? Murdering your dad's friends for money? <laughs> Daddy's friends are all very nice most of the time. There's just so much gossip-mongering going on all the time. It's It gets so tiresome. You know, Sweethorn, now that you have some coin, you could do another thing adventurers sometimes do, <laughs> and that is tip their guides. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to say gambling. <laughs> <laughs> that too. You're very right. Uh, here, uh, uh, two coin for each of you. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> uh, and then he takes his two remaining coin. You see him uh, pull out a very sizable coin pouch uh, that he plops down on the table, and it's a very loud thunk. Uh, and he opens it up and drops his two coin profit in there. <laughs> oh no, wait, he had 20 uh, so he gives you each 4 coin <laughs> He drops the other coins into the pouch there's about 2 seconds before you hear the sound of it hitting the other coins <laughs> <laughs> and then he puts it back <laughs> Daddy got me this, it's a pouch of holding I can hold all my coins in here <laughs> and then Mrs. And then Mrs. Pocket says, "You you know, Sweethorn, with with the re- remaining two coins, you could do something else that adventurers do." Oh, what's that? Gambling. <laughs> I do quite like gambling. Uh, Speedy, do you happen to have a deck of cards? There's a flash on the table, and then there's a deck of cards. <laughs> Um, Mrs. Pockets uh, picks up the deck, cuts it, like, expertly shuffles it, uh, and then um, deals some, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, and she shuffles the cards like, hey, gentlemen, the game's fairy roulette. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Place your uh, bets. How do you play roulette? <laughs> fairy roulette. <laughs> Um, blue blue fairies high, red fairies, uh, red fairies get you half, uh, and and she just like rattles off these obscure like weird rules for fairy roulette. <laughs> okay. Now green fairies, you want to stay away from the green fairies. They are not good to have unless you have an orange fairy. <laughs> then you can get two green fairies for the orange fairy. Um, but but you got to make sure that you don't have a green fairy and a nine at the same time. Uh, otherwise, you shoot the nines. It's it's uh, it's a complicated thing. Uh, we'll we'll teach you the game. Uh, make a mind roll. Everyone who's playing poker, fairy roulette. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, get it right. Which is totally a real game that you are not just making up on the spot to flee sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um. Nine. Can I use my uh, can I use my charisma bonus for this? The uh, persuasion, intimidation, bargaining. So like, um, mm, you're not just trying to beat Sweethorn, so no. All right. Mine's a six. I got a six. Uh, I'm gonna spend my heroism though and make it a seven. All I right. got a nine. 
Yeah, Eric I too and- am at a nine. So that's still not going to beat them. Uh, you all beat Sweethorn, so he has no money left. Uh, no, that's fine. Literally? Has- no. Oh. The, of the four coin he had left. Uh, was that what you were ponying up? You are each ponying up four? Sure. Yeah, all right. All right, so uh, Cinnamon and Mrs. Pockets, you lose four coin. Uh, and uh, Bentwood and Aya, you gain four more coin because you get your four back plus... Actually, no, you would gain uh, 12. You gain six more coin. All right. Um, I I was under the impression. I was under the impression, based on the description you gave, that he had a huge coin purse, which is why I started the round of gambling. Oh yeah, he's not gambling with all that money though. (laughs) Um, I mean, we we let him we let him win a few, and then we take him for all he has, and we let him win a few, and then you know we get him addicted to the gambling. Is you know with that money he got, he could do something else that that adventurers do. So he's using that money he got because that's what adventurers do. All right. Uh, so so um, I, I I mean I, I've got I've got some more I've got some more money. How about we say we? What, what do you all think if we play play like another couple of hands? Another couple of hands. Ooh, perhaps we should play a game that I know. This is one that uh, we we play by with Daddy's friends all the time. It's called Vermilion High Stakes. All right. So, what are the high stakes? Oh, it's only a. Uh, how much coin do you all have? What we just got. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, well, I suppose the rules would still work if you. How about ten coin each? Possible. Yeah, I was going to say, I think um, uh, his dad gave us all 50 coins to start off with, so uh, we should we should all we should all have 50 coins plus the 20 we just got plus whatever you guys won. Yeah, I'm at 71. Yeah, so that I'm, means I'm at 80. So 10 coin uh, for a vermilion high stakes. All right, sure. We'll, we'll pony up. Well, all right. Well, I have 10 coin that I could spare to learn a new novel game. <laughs> uh, it's going to be mind checks from you guys. I is sitting out. She knows she's, she folds. She's done because she, she won. Okay. I <laughs> the exact same thing. Yep. All right. Six. All right, well, I'm losing ten coins. Yeah, you all lose ten coin as uh, Sweethorn uh, sweeps the table in Vermilion High Stakes. You, you thought the rules you were making up to Fairy Shuffle were obtuse. But the rules to Vermilion High Stakes, you've heard of the game? They are actually obtuse. It <laughs> takes you like two hours to lose all your money. <laughs> oh, I... That's what I actually wanted. You could keep it. <laughs> Baby. Um, Mrs. Mrs. Pockets just like 
puts both of her paws on the table and then scratches. That's very, uh, very generous of you, sweet you, you boy. scratch the table, and the house shakes. Oh God! Oh, oh, oh God! I, I'm, I'm so sorry, Speedy. That's I, I, I didn't, I didn't think. The, the, the painting says it's okay, but the, the writing is all kind of jagged. <laughs> Uh, she she like she like pats the table that she like left an inch deep gouge in and, and, and just like gives it a gentle little headbutt. <laughs> the house doesn't really react to that, uh, but the a few minutes later the painting says we're here, and the writing seems to be back to normal. <laughs> So the, the vibration of the house running stops. Uh, Speedy sets itself down and opens the door. The stairs come out. Uh, and as you guys walk out, you're standing in the clearing that surrounds uh, Tola Aksara. This gigantic tree just rises up to the heavens in front of you. Uh, the, the roots are thick and like jump out, out of the ground in places. It's like standing in front of a mountain. Um, it just it just rises up into the sky like almost two Empire State Buildings tall, and it's massively thick trunk, uh, and the branches just spread out above you. And as you look up, you can see that there are spotted like reds and yellows and oranges at the leaves above you, um, and the the forest floor in front of you, instead of being lush grass, is carpeted, not carpeted, but has a few of these gigantic leaves that have fallen on it, uh, which is enough to carpet the ground, because the leaves of Tola Oxara are each one's as big as a house. They're ginormous. As big as speeding? Yeah, some are even a little bigger. Damn. Uh, And so you make it, uh, and Sweethorn comes out and says, Ooh, that's a big tree. Uh, and that's what we'll stop for now. He has the soul of a poet. <laughs> yep. Uh, so that's the end of this episode of Sweethorn's Big Adventure. Uh, so uh, I'll give you guys uh, another heroism because you uh, you s- survived and got here, and you all had some good role playing. Hooray! Uh, so you get uh, one XP for end of the session, and another one for achieving your goal because you got to the tree. And then Yay. you can get combinations as well. Um, I think I'm going to nominate Chris because I really enjoyed the, the flavor that he gave to Cinnamon's Magic with the uh, with the moths and the ticks and the beetles. Well, thank you. And uh, Eric definitely made me laugh out loud like two or three times. I don't remember exactly why, but probably the CBs. Yeah, CBs. <laughs> CBs got me. <laughs> Um, hmm. I'm gonna give mine to James because James made really good friends with Speedy. <laughs> Did. And what about James? What's he gonna do? I give mine to Ryan for definitely being super helpful for that campaign 
being a great scout, being a good cat, um, and uh, although you may have offended uh, Speedy a little bit by clawing him, but, you know, you, you did make up for it. As long as you don't start clawing up the rest of the furniture, we should be good. <laughs> Mrs. Pockets is a good kitty. He'll forgive her. Yes. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. All right. Uh, so next week, we will explore Tola Oxara and see what's going on in that's causing autumn to fall in the ever-summer woods. All right. Uh, are you guys still enjoying it? Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. It's it's super great. Glad to hear that. Uh, anyone have any last will thoughts before Craig heads out? Uh, have you guys heard about the plandemic? 